1: Yes, we are. Coming to you live.
2: From the
1: house. <laughs> so.
2: We're still quarantined.
1: Yeah, still quarantined, and uh, a lot has transpired since our last episode.
2: Oh, yeah, because we didn't do one last week.
1: Nah, it was a holiday. Yeah. We just. We were busy. Yeah, we were busy. We spent time together with the. You all right?
2: Yeah, I just had a cramp.
1: Oh, I was about to say you were twitching. <laughs> for yeah, it was a holiday. We were busy. We spent time with the family. Yeah, um, We just took that opportunity to really um, spend time together, and, and we used all of that time for that, so we didn't put out an episode. Hopefully, you had a chance to listen in and get caught up on some of our past episodes.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, hopefully, you're all caught up to date now. Oh, Yeah. If not,
2: we gave you an extra week. Come yeah, on, people.
1: Yeah, if not, <laughs> go back and keep listening. Uh, so,
2: yeah. Who? What do you want to talk about? Oh
1: man, I, my my heart is heavy. My mind is full. Yeah. Um, just a lot going on in the world. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. It is.
1: You know, um, with everything that's going on with the, I'm calling it a movement. I'm not calling it the you know, protesting or none of that. It's a movement. Um, I feel like as the African American male and how I feel and and I, I don't want to speak for anybody else but how I feel I'm pretty sure a lot of people have similar feelings and we are just tired yeah um like we've just had enough as a race as a people um we're tired and you get to a point to a threshold to where um just like if you're cooking and and it just bubbles over like on the stove and it just Mm. like after it just gets so hot it just bubbles over like we're there now we're just like bubbling over yeah um yeah we're just tired
2: yeah i mean there's a lot going on yeah it's not i don't know i have a lot of feelings
1: so we um I think even for me, like, I just have so, so many thoughts, so many emotions. Um, I think one that I just really haven't talked about really much, but I think because of some of the episodes that we've done on our podcast to where we talk about us being interracial and different things like that. Like, I've just been thinking about that and like the kids, like specifically, um, I know Vaughn, he's only two, so like he doesn't get it. He doesn't know really. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna doesn't really. She's five. She doesn't really get it because she's not really exposed to it. Like, we don't watch news around him that much Mm-mm. to where she will be watching. And speaking of Vaughn, there, there he is. Um, You want to go Check real quick. We'll know. be right back. We'll
2: be back. I don't feel like going to be here real quick.
1: All right. We back. We back. After.
2: How long did that take? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think either. It felt like forever. Taking
1: a little break. We back.
2: Maybe we don't wake back up.
1: So, I don't even know what we were talking about. I guess we could have...
2: What we were talking about, Vaughn. We were talking about the kids.
1: Oh, yeah. We were talking about Vaughn. And we were like, there he was. Yeah. yeah um, explaining to them what's going on and what what I've been thinking about. But, yeah, Anna's only five. So, we don't watch the news, like I said, really around her that much. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, the TV just kind of expose you to some stuff without context and just more to have to explain um but one of the things or i guess something that i've been thinking about is like at some point we're gonna have to explain to them like not exactly what's going on like right now but it'll be a part of the conversation and how they are different and like, how they have to carry themselves and, um, just, like, how to respond to certain situations and, yeah, you know, that's kind of what I've been thinking about and,
2: um, I mean, it makes me really sad, too, that, like, we won't have to carry as heavy of a weight because, Their skin color is not going to be as dark as some of their peers or their cousins or like it will be it will be different for them. We still have to explain it and we still have to help them understand how to respond and protect themselves. But
1: yeah, I feel like it's just I don't know, I guess because of how I feel right now, I'm just pessimistic. Um, I feel like it'll be worse, though, because like at least like it's one way or the other.
2: Yeah, like, like they'll never know how they'll get treated.
1: Right. And then, you know, it's receiving acceptance from which side. and Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about it a little bit. You're, you're not fully black. You're not fully white. Um.
2: Or you're fully both. Or
1: you're fully both.
2: And it doesn't it's gonna be it's it'll be difficult
1: yeah but to also explain to them that there are some people out there that will prey on the fact that they do have a darker complexion
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: you know what i mean um yeah so just that's what i've been thinking about like how to explain it to them. and then also how to explain to them like if you're out and you're with just daddy, like, you know, that, that it doesn't scare me, but I think about it, like how we have to act differently or carry ourselves differently because they're with me.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, That is true. I never thought about that,
1: you know, so, or explain it to them. How people feel about Daddy differently than they feel about Mommy because of the color of, of 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 our skin um yeah, so those have been some of the things like that I've been thinking about like with the kids, obviously a lot other frustrations about a bunch of other stuff, but like I've been yeah. thinking about that about the kids and just how. Like, what's going on? Like, how is it going to impact them when it's time to have that conversation? Which for Anna isn't going to be very far off because she starts no. kindergarten. Yeah. And
2: it won't be long. You know, she's pretty smart.
1: Yeah. Kids say and speak and do what they learn from at home. And she's going to be at school with a lot of people who mm-hmm. I don't know. What they learning at home. Yeah. So.
2: Agree. Yeah, we are going to have to have those conversations.
1: Yeah. So that that's kind of what I've been thinking about. Um, yeah. It's It's just. It's heavy, man. Like, just to have to think through that. And then not only that. Like, I still got to make sure that. Like I'm thinking through strategically. I'm going to use the word strategically or cautious for myself. Yeah. Like I I don't get it. One of the things that, um, that really just kind of like irks me. It's like you have a list of things that you learn for me as a black male that you learn and you experience and you're told growing up that you have to do to minimize the risk. Yeah. And it's like you do all of those things. And for me, I've done all of those things. Like, yeah, you know, I've gotten an education, went to college two yeah. times, got two degrees, yep, got a job that I've been with stability. Yeah. Pay my bills, pay my taxes. Yep. Don't not in any, don't get in any trouble. Like I do mm. everything. I you know, don't speak when I'm not supposed to, quote unquote, like keep my comments to myself, make sure I carry myself professional, make sure I watch my tone, make sure I do this, do that, do this. And the fact that I follow all the steps and guidelines that I'm taught Some by parents, some by like mentors. And none of that still matters. You can do everything right and be a black male and it still doesn't matter because you're deemed as a threat. Yeah. Like that's frustrating because it's like, what more, Like what more, what more, what more? And there isn't enough. That's why what's going on right now is happening. Because, like I said, it's, we're bubbling over and there is no more. What more? It's like we did everything, like the whole protesting. It's like don't kneel. OK, don't make those statements during public shows or they cut you off or play the music over. you, OK, don't get too passionate. OK, don't speak out when it's not your turn. OK, it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can't do nothing. You can't express yourself. And it's like anytime anything like this has typically happened, like something occurs to keep us in check. It's like, uh uh-uh, don't you forget. No, no, no. You have no power here. You have no authority here. You're a black male. And it's like, they always, something always has to happen. I'm not even gonna say they. Something happens to where they try to keep you in check as a black male. It happens at work. Yep. It happens. It's just, just when you want to talk about what is systematic it's the system
2: it's the system
1: that's what systematic is they keep you in check with their system and they have ways of doing that i'm a, i don't even know who they it's just they yeah um cuz i don't want to say white people because not all white people is the system. racist the system that is in place by people who are in positions of power that have racism within their hearts
2: and they may not even
1: uh-uh. know it. No, I don't I don't want to discredit what you're saying, but that whole bull crap about unconscious bias, it ain't unconscious no more. Yeah. It's conscious. You know it or you or you're against it. It ain't unconscious. I'll tell you why it's not unconscious. <laughs> it's not unconscious because one, if you find yourself right now in today time, You can't stand up. You can't speak out because you're worried about retaliation because you're worried about your friends because it's no longer unconscious. It is a conscious bias that you have that you care more about those things, the racism, than being for a better cause. Like unconscious means like, oh, oh, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't unconscious no more. Everything is conscious. And you either make the choice and the decision to be against this and to make it publicly known or for any reason that you can't or you don't want to make it publicly known or you don't or can't speak out, therefore, it becomes conscious. I feel like everybody, you know, everybody knows. And and I even got friends that are that have. Some of that inside of them and they're like, oh, for instance, you can't use you got black friends as, like, that's no more. Like, I got black friends. Like, I was, somebody I went to high school would post it, like, my kids have black friends. I'm like, you can't use that no more. Like, that's played out. Having black friends don't give you a, a get-out-of-jail-free card. Your kids having black friends though. And when you're talking about your kids having black friends, what happens when they get older? Then your your friends, your black kids, your friends, the black kids that are friends, like it's going to separate and it's going to pull apart as they get older. One, because that black friend is going to experience some things and realize that they don't have it the way that your kid does. And it's going to create a divide. But go ahead. I know you're about to say something about
0: unconscious.
2: <laughs> Actually, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, um, but it's not not that I am excusing that or even trying to give any sort of benefit of the doubt, but I do think it matters that, like for me, completely ignorant, completely ignorant of this country's history. <laughs> Of the, of even, you know, I talked about, I actually started listening to our four part series again, our um, interracial series today. And something I said then, what, and it's, I mean, this is true probably for a lot of small towns or towns in certain geographical areas is that they are taught, I was taught that racism no longer existed in the country. And so when I came to the South, I had a major culture shock. And it's not, you know, that is, again, like not an excuse for me. For me, it was more of a chance to educate myself. But there are people who, because they refuse to educate themselves, complete ignorance so that they don't even know. They may say stuff like what you just said about, well, my friends, my kids have black friends, so I'm not racist. And they literally, I agree. I don't think it's an excuse. I don't think that But they're just like, I just don't think I'm racist because of that. And I'm like, you have to explore, like, you have been taught systemic, internal, racist ideology, whether you know it or not, you know? And and I think that people don't know because I was taught that way and I didn't know it. And the people before me didn't know it. And my history teachers, I don't know if they knew it or not, but they're just the ways that we were the privileges we were given and the ways that we were treated and the things that we didn't have to worry about. And we didn't have to have a mental taxation every time we left the house. It didn't matter. I could be out past curfew. Guess what? It didn't matter. I was fine. It didn't matter. I could get one time I was out past curfew, got pulled over by a cop. Didn't matter. And they were like, Oh, I know your mom. It's cool. Bye. I'm like, okay, bye. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying.
2: Again, not an excuse. I agree. I think especially after this latest incident, if people are not more awake and have an understanding that it is there, then that's a problem.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's here's a here's another thing, like you said, about like learning and exploring and educating. Like, this is another telling sign for me. And I'm just telling you how I feel. One of our friends, here's the thing, and I wanted to join, but I didn't because I had nothing to add to it. Mm-hmm. One of our friends did a, um, a uh, one of our white friends did a, like, a, just a conversation based on, like, some educational points for, for white people who want to learn and understand a little bit more about what's going on, right? Here's my thing. You know me. I serve diversity, inclusion, everything. Mm-hmm. So this person did that. And there were a couple of reasons that I, that I didn't go or be a part of it because it was virtually one. But like I didn't want to go and to be let down Based on the lack of people showing up. And I was just like, I don't want to go and It's just three people and those three people. I know how they feel already. And I know that they're going to be there.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: So it's like people are claiming right now to be quote unquote woke. Yeah. And they're educating themselves and they're for the cause. But as we move forward, how are they going to really show up? Yeah. Like I said, I serve diversity and inclusion, everything, right. like on campus, where we work, in the community. And here's one of the things that bothers me. And even, I ain't going to call out. I'm I've, I'm not going to do that. But we have this program and I serve on it on campus. And we offer opportunities for training around these types of things. And because it's not mandatory, people you,
0: go.
1: nobody goes, <laughs> nobody, yeah. even within the department that I serve in, like I tried to do it for them and it's just like, nobody go, nobody wants to do it. Like, it's yeah. like, and then the departments are the people that want to do it are people that I already know are educated. And when we go in there, it's like, they just want to be a part of the discussion, and figure out more how they can help and what we're doing. Yeah. I'm like your entire department is around like social change. Of yeah. course you're going to do this. Yeah. But the groups of people that need to be in here don't want to be in here in these sessions and trainings because they know it is un it's not unconscious. It's conscious and they just don't want to do nothing about it and they just don't care and they're not going to change. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't, like, those are the things, like, I serve, I do it, and even when I'm in groups with people, and then some people are just like, oh, well, you know, I don't really do well with those types of conversations, or they make me uncomfortable, so.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's the whole point
1: talk about it
2: you're uncomfortable because you're white and you're sitting in a conversation about race think about how that person has to wake up every single day and put on a game face every five minutes depending on who they're in front of
0: yeah
1: so that frustrates That's, me yeah. like everybody and all these people are showing up and i do appreciate it to all the white black whoever that are showing up in support of this movement but my thing is like kudos for you are you doing it to show us that you're a good person like kudos for you like good because if you don't say something now because of what's going on like people gonna question (sighs) who you are like uh uh-oh they didn't you know
2: so i struggle i don't i don't want to cut you off but i struggled with this this week i struggled with it hardcore because we had so oh uh just Quick advertisement, too. We have a community on Facebook for interracial couples, um, and it's really it's growing exponentially. Yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome, I and mean, I feel like people are very open, and they're communicating um, very well about current issues and about yeah. their issue. I mean, we have people from around the world, so it's kind of cool. But anyway, so I posted in that group because I didn't feel – I hadn't posted anything regarding this event on Facebook because all I saw – and this is not to knock anybody – But what I saw was exactly what you're talking about is people were posting on Facebook as almost virtue signaling, which drives me crazy because I'm like, sure, but are you going to do the work? Like, great that you support. I think that's amazing. But are you going to do the work? Because you get to post. And specifically, if you're white, you get to post. You get to say, look at me. I'm... Posting and that sounds harsh and I I don't mean it to you, but look at me, I'm posting, I'm white, and now I can go back and be safe in my house with my family. Yep. And nobody in my family will be affected by this. And none of it really like I'm just gonna post. And so and I think and I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I think it's great that people are supporting on social media. I think that is an important step. But if you don't go further, like when I posted in our group that I was really conflicted about this and it was making me angry, it's because I have a lot of emotions too. And a lot of that is based off the fact that this could happen to my husband. This could affect my son. And these are people that I love and this will affect my family. And you know, I didn't tell you this today, but when I went to go get groceries today, right? And you were out doing more DIY landscaping because apparently that's your second job, is <laughs> landscaping our backyard. But right before I left, we heard just this like intermediate pop, 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 pop. And we assumed it was fireworks in our neighborhood.
1: I thought it was fireworks. It
2: was really close. And so I thought, I'm like, oh, it's fireworks. We know, like we kind of know the family that it could be because they like to do that kind of thing and have a lot of fun all the time. But I left, and when I was driving out of the neighborhood, a cop came into our neighborhood. This never happens, and we have cops that live in our neighborhood, and the cop drove in hot and heavy, siren on, lights on, going probably 80 miles an hour, like fast, and I'm going 30, and I was like, oh my gosh, and just kept going. And it just scared me, because I thought of all of the possibilities, well, what if What if it was the people we thought who live really close to us and they see Daryl who's hot and sweaty because he's working outside on tiles and stuff and pavers and like in our backyard and they see him come around the house. Like what if I just had all of these pictures. I called you and I was like, don't freak out, April. Don't freak out, April. Don't freak out. But it's all I thought about for half. I probably spent twice as much time in the grocery store as I needed to because I was freaking out.
1: (laughs) So here's what's crazy, the fact that she felt like that. Now, let me tell y'all what happened with me. I heard the pop, 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 but I I, I wasn't really phased by that. But I heard those sirens. When I heard those sirens, it's funny that you were thinking about that. I came back inside our gate in the backyard and closed the gate.
2: I'm so glad you did. Well, I called. I literally called I right away. I missed your call. I, I know missed you missed it. Because I, I, I didn't know. have
1: my phone on me.
2: And I knew you didn't. But I freaked.
1: I came back out in the house. I came because
2: back. do you know what I thought about? They, I thought if they, I was not here, oh. I almost turned around and came back. Yeah, it was my urge was so close, and I'm like, he's gonna think I'm crazy. He's gonna think I'm no. overreacting. I, came,
1: I went in the backyard and I closed the gate. Yep. and I kind of listened out to see what was going on while I was back there. I was listening out, but I started doing something different. I literally, like you said, I was on the side of the house.
2: Yes, it's it terrified me. I was terrified. I was terrified I, I freaked came, out.
1: Uh, you know, I we already been through this the one we've time. We've been Remember through the cops it rolled Up on me for yep. doing yard work.
2: Yep, we've been through it before, and I can't. It freaks me I don't out.
1: Take no chances. I, I right. came inside the gate. I closed that gate. And I stayed in my backyard until I heard or could kind of figure out the distance of the sirens. Right. And what was going on.
2: And it's not because I, I mean, I know that you take care of yourself and stuff, but I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, the kids are down for a nap. This is a strategic time that we chose so that you could still work. The kids are napping. I can go to the grocery store and come back and everything is fine. And I feel like I need to go back because I'm not there. And if they knock on the door he this sounds really bad but (laughs) you don't have somebody to vouch for you yeah and i just i was freaking out until you finally called me back and i was like done shopping by then but yeah i freaked out through the entire time that i was just getting groceries i was flipping my lid out
1: so like that thought process for you like that's how i live i know like at home and out in public i know it's like You gotta be watching out at all times. One for yourself, but two, making sure no you don't fall victim to being too close in the wrong place at the wrong time to somebody else who's doing something crazy. Yep. Like, you know, we had the the protest or the movement going on. I wanted to go out and support, but I'm like, man, for you to have to tell my son and daughter. Like something happened. Something happened. I'm just like, man, my kids, you know. So that's why I wanted to go. I wanted to support. But I'm like, man, I, I I just I can't go out there like I, my kids, like I love them and and I love you, too. And I'm like, I just can't go. But I'm going to use my voice and, and use my platform that I do have to um, be for the cause and for the movement. But, yeah, it's. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a hard. So anyway, I guess what where I was going with that was I think that I want to be careful how I say it. Yeah. I think that if you don't know how that feels, and the reason I want to be careful is because I only feel that about you. I don't have to feel that way about myself. Yeah. Um but I think if you don't know how that feels at all, if you don't know how that feels for yourself or you don't know how that feels for your husband or your son or a loved one, then I think it's time to, you know, figure out. I don't think that you should mentally and emotionally tax a black person to figure out how that feels. But I think that there's some work that you can do. And for me, and you know, I've been posting this, I posted it on my timeline when I eventually did get around to like, okay, I can get past my anger um, and post something. And I posted um, the scene on radio seeing white series. Yeah. Because it's a really important, it's 14 episodes and it literally goes over the entire history of America, but the actual true history of America of what happened and of how syst- systemic racism was built. And it's really, really important. And I just urge you, if you haven't listened to it or you don't even know what I'm talking about, we can post it in the show notes. Um, it's a really important series. And then even just, I, you know, I was just thinking today, I hadn't listened to our four episodes of being an interracial couple for a yeah. while. But just even starting to listen to the first one. Our intent in making those episodes and in those discussions was to talk about interracial couples, our own experiences, and other people around the world, their Mm -hmm. experiences. And what I realized listening to it from a totally different lens was how much of your experience as a black male Mm -hmm. came out. I mean, I'm listening to the story of us at the bank, of the fact that anytime we're out in public... I have vouches as the only word I can think of. I have to vouch for you. I have to like reassure the people around us that you are supposed to be with me and you are, it's okay that you touch me and it's okay that you're right with me, especially yep. if the kids aren't there with us. Yeah.
1: Um, but you know what makes that? I don't even know the woman name, man. I don't even want to call her name and acknowledge her, but the lady who was at the park who called the police. Oh yeah. On that man, that black man. Oh yeah. And used her and weaponized her her words. Yeah. To try to scare him, but also not only to scare him but knew that she could do that. Yep. Like that's another reason. Like I'm not not saying it about you, but I'm just saying like if you think about it. Yeah. How white women and black men and that whole thing. So that's another reason why I'm like, you know, I'm I'm cognizant when we're out in public but yeah you know that frustrated me that that made me just as mad like how this woman gonna weaponize her words yeah knowing that if she called the police and the way that she tried to insinuate She'd what was be going fine. on they were gonna come yep. and cause harm to the black man because of the words that she used when she was describing this false situation yeah
2: luckily like, he recorded
1: yeah like that's crazy but that's what's so crazy though that like, he has to we got to record this crap I
2: know. I know
1: you know what i mean like if he didn't record that the cops would have rolled up and he had no proof no evidence that she was just making those accusations he he could have potentially been another case yep like that's crazy like that's that's that like that's what you gotta think about is it's crazy it's like even driving, it's like I already got a plan and an idea. If I get pulled over, what I'm gonna do when I'm dri- like when I'm driving?
0: Yeah,
1: like that's crazy. I got thinking about it. All right, D, set your phone up here and turn the record on. Yeah, you already know I got my license and registration where they sit. Yeah, like literally right in the little console on the side, like where I don't have to reach nowhere. You know, it's 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 crazy. Like that's how I think I already got like it all planned out. Yeah, you know, I got my voice memo activated on my phone where I can just talk to it and I'm like, hey, call April. Yeah, like you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, to have it all planned out is it's is crazy. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's fresh, it's tiring, it's exhausting, it's frustrating, and you know. I know we usually give tips. I'm about done talking with this because my emotions right now is just yeah, yeah. They so I know we like to give tips. The only thing that I got to say for anybody that's listening, and and, you know, I don't want to pinpoint, but if you're white, explore your biases, yeah, and just take time with yourself because there's nothing i can do to change you to change that nothing anybody can do so just explore your heart and explore your biases that you have and this is what we teach in the training yeah except we do it in a format to where you get a chance to actually kind of be brave and 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 kind of bring those things up a little bit and we do different things to do that but explore those biases you know they there And, and just that's all I can ask. That's a starting point. Yeah, you know, just explore those biases that you have, and, and if it's racism or whatever it is, just explore it and know that, like, yeah, there are people out here that's hurting because of that.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna add on and say, I think I think like go to the trouble to educate yourself, even if you think you're educated. I thought I was educated. And until I did some work myself, I listened to this podcast series we keep talking about, I now live with you, you know, and that's, like, I'm not saying, like, go live with a black man, unless it's going to be your husband.
1: Hey, if you're a thrill seeker, (laughs) go for it.
2: But what I'm saying is educate yourself first, because you may not even know that you have biases until you're educated on what they – on what actually – is on what America is and what systemic racism is on how America was actually built. Like the things that you'll, I mean, honestly, I know I keep talking about this series and it's not even our own series, but the things that I learned in the series were shocking. They were true. They're historically, historically accurate. And it is, it's hard, it's hard to learn them because it's not what I learned. Some of it is in direct contradiction to what I learned. Some of it is just things that were left out, you know, and and they talk a lot about the building of America and that this is not – America's not broken. This is how America was built. It was built to be this very – it was built to cater to a certain type of person. Yeah. And if we really want to – I mean – We talked about in those episodes, you know, a year ago or so, the minority is becoming the majority. Yeah. And so America is changing in terms of skin color and race and ethnicity slowly. But bias and racism is still going to exist unless you address it in your home with your kids, with yourself. I mean, you, you, we got to do better. Yep. Got to do better.
1: We got to do better. Yeah. That's it. We can end it off that. Yep. We got to do better. Yeah. All right. Until the next time.
2: Bye. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on any podcast platform and make sure that you rate us. Also, we do have a YouTube channel if you prefer to watch our antics, and we also provide
0: closed captioning.
1: And if you want to know more about us, go check us out on our website at successinblackandwhite.com, or you can reach out to us directly on social media. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all platforms.
2: And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all platforms.